Hey, witches. Welcome back to the Witch the Vote podcast with Paige and Erica. I'm Paige. I'm Erica. Um, And we have a pretty short one for you guys today, but um, we wanted to thank you all so much for the not-so-short reviews and five-star ratings that you're leaving us. Um, It's really, really helpful. It's getting us on all kinds of lists and charts, and other witches can find us. So um, thank you very much. Please keep doing that and tell your friends to do that and um, strangers on the street. That would probably be the best way. (laughs) Um, Send out mailers. Oh, yeah, totally. Sorry, we're... (laughs) Just kidding, don't. <laughs> we're, we're a little loopy today because we're kind of we're deep in some democracy grief lately um which is partly why this is going to be a mini-sode our first mini-sode yeah we just kind of want to touch base we had our primary here in massachusetts on tuesday a lot of states had their primaries that's why they call it super tuesday and you know unfortunately, it didn't really go how we here at which the vote would have liked as sort of split down the middle Warren Sanders supporters. You know, Warren obviously did not do very well um, at all. And Sanders, you know, kind of came in second to Joe Biden, who I I truly thought we had proved uh, how not great Biden was. Yeah, I feel like we kind of underestimated um, because we, we have such a bubble of like, Yes. We were like, oh, yeah, obviously Bernie or Liz is going to win the primary and we'll be fine with either of them because so many people that were around were so vocally pro Bernie or pro Liz. But those wealthy, white, overeducated Massachusetts people really, uh, really show up in droves for this kind of thing. Well, and all over the country, you know, and I think this is. One of the main reasons we're doing this episode, and I think that really like my democracy grief truly has a lot to do with the fact that this is still because young people aren't voting. Okay, so chances are you are probably what is considered quote unquote, a young person. Um, I'm 37, but I think I still qualify in the Uh, You know, I'm a millennial. Yeah, in the demographic. And so we are who is not voting. And, you know, every single poll shows that if young people vote, Sanders gets the nomination. And maybe we should just be explicit here and say that another one of our goals with this episode is just to say... Fucking vote for Bernie. Vote for Bernie. Please, 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 please. Biden would be such a disaster as both a candidate and if he did manage to beat Trump as a president as well. And obviously, like, yes, he would be probably less of a disaster than Trump, but... Because it's hard to picture a bigger disaster than Trump at this point. I think we can all agree. Right. I mean, Trump is like a literal monster and I Joe Biden is still a human being. So, right. but... The problem is that, I mean, like, we're truly at a place with, like, climate change and wealth inequality and, you know, race relations and the way we treat indigenous peoples where the world can't survive another moderate. Right. And the world can't survive someone who's, like, truly not a revolutionary. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Joe Biden just isn't. Uh, And Bernie Sanders is, you know, I mean, to be a socialist in the U.S. government for the last, what is it, like 40 years or something, um, you know, again, it's like just now that 
socialism is gaining any kind of like momentum and respect in our current cultural climate. So going back 40 years, I mean, it was certainly an unpopular place to be. And yet Bernie has occupied that space sort of with pride for many years. Right. And that's what makes him qualified to take over the presidency in 2020. Right. And I I think what it comes down to is that Bernie has always fought for change and still Mm -hmm. wants change. And Joe Biden very much likes the status quo. He would be very happy if things just went back to the way they were in the Obama era or the Clinton era. He's fine with that. Um, And we're not fine with that. (laughs) It's like, and you may be saying to yourself, well, you know, life was fine during the Clinton and Obama years, but don't forget that like those years are what led to these years. Right. Those years were years of really harsh drug enforcement policies, of amping up, you know, military spending and and presence. And, um, you know, it it wasn't great times for everyone. Right. (laughs) It wasn't great times for everyone. Well, and again, and and it set us up for our current moment, which is that really sort of everybody is very heated. And so, you know, um, politics that play towards emotion, which is really what Trump does, works. Right. Right. And, you know, stuff that's done in the heat of emotion is not always the best plan, the most logical, rational. Now, I mean, obviously, I think there's a time and a place for emotions. We love emotions. Mm -hmm. I'm emotional. I cried this morning. You There's know, a lot to cry about. I have a Pisces moon. <laughs> it's gonna happen. And, but. So, and so does Lexi from Cheer. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> please look at our post, Lexi. Okay, <laughs> <that> so <laughs> no um, doubt. So, anyways, but uh, all of that to say, just truly, we need to vote for Bernie, and we need everyone to vote for Bernie. Everyone. Everyone you know and and everyone you don't know <laughs> and 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 just really please um urge your friends, no matter what age they are, but you know, I mean, obviously, um trying to get young people out is sort of a core strategy of Bernie's campaign and is something that he has spoken about is not going as well. Um, and that was certainly something that we even saw here in Salem, um, you know, again, last November when we had our election where voter turnout was very low and it was very low again in our age group. Um, and and people maybe I don't know, maybe people my age are voting. I guess I like just kind of like think of millennials as like a, a, a the age group, but maybe actually people on the elder millennial end of the spectrum are. And it's just really like the 18 to 25ers. Mm. Um, who are is usually like the demographic that like kind of doesn't vote. Um, and make no mistake, I mean, mini history lesson, like that is on purpose. Um, and it's and and you know, the reason that we have student loans and that we have so many things that work against young people is because we don't vote. Politicians don't do anything for us because they know that we don't elect them. So it's this vicious cycle, right? So now we're also busy working to pay off our student loans that we're not voting and that we're not engaging with this. And that, you know, and maybe you don't think that the primary is important because like maybe you think one old white man versus another old white man versus another old white man, whatever, it's all the same. But it's not. Right. It's really not. Oh, God. It's just so important. (sighs) Just please, just please, please. 
Um, I, I know that voting for president means you're also voting for the person who appoints a lot of really, really crucial positions as well. Um, you're, you're voting for a whole cabinet, you know, for a whole government, for a whole government. And while yes, the ultimate goal is like to tear it down and build something new again, we cannot do that if the same people just stay in power. And if we're all under the illusion that, oh, there's a Democrat in the White House, everything's fine. It's not fine. He's done terrible things with his voting history, with his creepy. He voted hands for the Iraq War, right? Which is like, I mean, dirtbag, right? <laughs> Lots of anti-LGBT marriage stuff. I mean, creepy as heck. Just establishment. Just yes. establishment. establishment. It's like it's like if you do want to just tear it all down to start over, again, Bernie is your guy. Right. Joe is the establishment. That's just like what it is. And that's why you're going to see a lot of stuff probably soon about um I mean there it already has been out there, but even now as he is one of the front runners, you're still going to see a lot of stuff about Bernie not being able to win. You're going to see every bit of media coverage about these delegates. It's going to make you feel like Biden is the candidate already. It's definitely already started. Um, and I just think it's only going to get worse when, in fact, they are only 65 delegates apart, which is like nothing because you have to have like 2000 something right to right. like get the nomination. Um, and there are plenty of states still up for grabs. So, you know, one of the things that I thought was really interesting going into Super Tuesday here was that article that I sent you, Paige, and we'll link on the in the show notes about how people psych themselves out and vote for the wrong candidate. And like, we won't get into the like nitty gritties of it, but it basically says that like, you know, whereas before like the internet, which I'm, I'm like not old enough to like have fully existed before the, I mean, I did fully exist before the internet. We can but cut some of this out. But before, but the first like election that I voted in, like in 2000, it definitely was like, vote for someone, maybe they win. Now it's like, we're all strategists. We're all pundits. We're all paying attention to the polls. We're all like, we're going to split this vote and it's going to split that vote. And I definitely think there's some like use for that. But on the other hand, it's really taking away from people being able to like vote their conscience, I think, you know, which is why, you know, I actually voted for Warren because I feel equally strong about both candidates. But at the end of the day, it's just like my heart told me to vote for Warren. Um, I donated money to Bernie the next day. (laughs) (laughs) And, and so, and so this article was basically saying like people take all of this information that they hear from 24 hour news cycles that they see from internet articles that they hear their friends talking about, and that's how they end up voting. And what that does is just make sure that whatever the main narrative of the media coverage is plays out exactly how they're saying it's going to play out. Right. Right. So don't listen to that. Don't listen to anything that says Bernie can't win. He can absolutely win. And I think he absolutely will win, actually. Um, I think that Biden will probably fuck this up somehow. So so there's going to be something else weird. Biden is like the king of gaffes. I mean, like he is like the king of like saying the wrong thing of, you know, 
con- getting confused. There was that Onion article this week that was like, confused Joe Biden drops out of presidential race, endorses Joe Biden. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, right. I mean, I think on the like senility spectrum, I'm a little worried about Joe. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm worried about Joe for four or eight more years, you know, just from that standpoint yeah. alone. But um, so what I would say is that the dominant media narrative is definitely going to be because who is paying for media? Capitalist. (laughs) (laughs) Capitalists and like the democratic establishment. Right. Right. I mean, they're writing this narrative and Joe Biden is literally capitalism's last stand in America. And they, and, and capitalism is going to put up a major fight. I mean, already is. And it's only going to get fiercer the more momentum Bernie has, you know? Um, And so I would urge you, if you feel like you are a radical progressive witch, you have to vote for Bernie Sanders no matter what. No matter what the newspaper saying that day, no matter what's on your Facebook feed, no yeah, matter no matter what angry people are saying that Bernie like stole votes from Elizabeth Warren or that there's been some ridiculous toxic feminism, toxic white feminism happening today surrounding um, Elizabeth Warren not announcing her endorsement yet. And y'all, they <laughs> want us to be divided. Like this is what they want to happen. They want the Bernie and the Liz supporters to eat each other alive so that Joe can just waltz right into the nomination. That is what they want. And we know that. And and that's the thing is that they need that those kinds of like dirty tricks to get him in office because I don't think he could actually get himself in office without literally all of like capitalism, like supporting him and like doing all of this shit to split, you know, Bernie Sanders supporters. Um, I just don't think he could do it on his own merit. Um, and so... That is what I would urge you to do is that if you feel called to vote for Bernie Sanders, vote for Bernie Sanders and tell everyone you know to vote for Bernie Sanders, no matter what the media is saying. And not just people your age, too. I mean, I successfully talked my grandmother out of voting for Joe Biden because she is a very compassionate person who, when faced with the facts about somebody, makes an educated decision. So, you know, it's also your responsibility to talk to your family members about this. I know a lot of us were raised with this weird idea that, like, asking who somebody voted for or who somebody's going to vote for is rude or is private or something. No, talk to your family members. Make them listen. Show them videos of Joe Biden being creepy to little girls. Like, show them his voting record. Show them, like, just everything that you're sharing on Instagram and on Facebook, show it to your family members who would vote for Joe Biden. They like we could change their minds. And and think about that every poll actually shows Bernie beating Trump and Bernie being the only one that beats Trump right. in like every single state. And then think about like a debate between Joe Biden, again, king of the gaffes, king of the light of misspeaking and getting confused on stage with Trump versus Bernie, who is like, no. <laughs> who has just like had the courage and the conviction to be exactly who he is no matter what through everything. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like a much more solid person. Right. And we need a solid person 
So that's our plea. <laughs> um, that's the spell that we would like you to cast. Mm-hmm. Um, who can? Who is left to vote? What states okay. still have primaries? So if you're not in one of the states that's already voted, we're going to tell you right now when your primary is. Yes. So today... Um, when this comes out is Monday the 9th. So the next big primaries are tomorrow, March 10th. So on Tuesday, March 10th, we have Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri. Uh, We have the North Dakota caucuses, which is kind of different, but still important, and Washington State. That's on the 10th, tomorrow. Um, And then on March 14th, we have the... Northern Marianas Democratic Caucus, and then March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, lucky, um, we have Arizona, Florida, Illinois, and Ohio. March 18th is, oh, nope, don't worry about that one because that's Republican. We're we're not even going to talk about that. March 24th is Georgia. March 29th is Puerto Rico. April 4th, we have Alaska, Hawaii, Louisiana and Wyoming. April 7th is Wisconsin. April 28th is Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, New York, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island. May 2nd, we have Guam and Kansas. May 5th is Indiana. Uh, May 12th, Nebraska and West Virginia. May 19th, Kentucky and Oregon. June 2nd, We have D.C., Montana, New Jersey, New Mexico, and South Dakota. And June 6th, we have the Virgin Islands. So this is still going on for a while. We've got a lot of time, and that means that we have a lot of time to be convincing people and reaching out to people. So that's your homework, okay? Yeah. Um, And I'll post where we got that list, too. We'll put it in the show notes so you have the the dates but that's your homework from now until june 6th is tell everyone vote for bernie bernie or bust bernie or bust feel the burn feel that burn and i think we're still like flushing out the details but i'd like to maybe introduce this idea of the vote like a coven Mm -hmm. Hashtag sweepstakes. No, Um, (laughs) I think we'll do some kind of giveaway. Mm -hmm. If you can take a picture, tag which the vote, hashtag vote like a coven of you and some friends at the polls. I know everybody likes to take their picture with their I voted sticker. Makes for a cute picture. Get a couple of friends, go together, vote like a coven. And yeah, we'll make this, we'll like, come up with some like deets around this and like make it a fish but um just know more info coming soon but we're gonna do some kind of really cool giveaway um with the hashtag vote like a coven vote like a coven vote i love voting i like vote like a coven. i mean vote you guys like can tell us too yeah we're still working on this so yeah vote like a coven or voting coven or you know i don't know yeah. You guys are probably really good at hashtags. Yeah. You're probably on TikTok. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll put together some kind of sweet um, hex the patriarchy, which the vote, feminist witch. It'll be really good. Trust us. Prize. You'll like it. 
you'll like it. I know you will. Is that that? So we'll have all of those dates and everything in the show notes as well. We'll have them on our website. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I had to think about that one. And, you know, and I just have to say, like, I mean, I know there's a lot of um, heartbreak about Elizabeth Warren just announced that she is ending her run today as we're recording this. And, you know, I just want to hold a little space for that. I'm also bummed. I'm bummed on behalf of women who I just think we really kind of needed a win and didn't get it once again. And, you know, I, I think she's a genius and I always have. And, you know, obviously she would have made a better president than what we've got. So just just holding some space for that. But I think Bernie will do a fantastic job. And I, I again, was split totally down the middle on um, those two. Yeah. And still looking forward to the rest of the work that she does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's still our senator. Yeah. Not going anywhere. And I have a feeling she'll probably get some kind of a cabinet job with, well, if Bernie wins. Which, which he will. <laughs> which he will. So, yeah. Holding space uh, for Liz. Thank you for what you did. And I mean, honestly, her Bloomberg take like takedown, uh-huh. like legendary, probably is what got him out of this race, which yes. was very important. Even if Elizabeth's whole life was leading just to that moment, it was an important moment. What a moment it was. What a moment it was. All right. Well, everybody, please, I hope you feel uh, energized. I hope that, you know, don't listen to the man. Yeah, get off Facebook. Oh, for get a off while. Facebook. I mean, honestly, I, I just get off Facebook. Give yourself a break for a minute. And and honestly, here's one last thing I want to say about polls. Like, I pay attention to them. I mean, how can you not? Like, we're inundated with this stuff like all the time. But what I'll say is that like one of the most reliable poll sites in the in the world, 538.com, definitely predicted that Hillary Clinton would win by like, I think an 85% margin, um, right up until about 9.30 PM on election night. Um, so couldn't have been more wrong. Again, 538 was known as a site that was pretty much right all the time. Um, it's run by this like insane mathematician genius person named Nate Silver. And they had correctly predicted like every election all the time everywhere. And like I said, they had Hillary Clinton at about an 85% victory um, probability. And so they were wrong. Um, I also, oh, one more thing, but I also just, uh, I have a friend. I have a friend who works in politics. He's also pretty much the smartest person I know. I've known him for about 20 years. He worked for Obama the Obama campaign, and I believe is now working for the Sanders campaign. And he posted today, Super Tuesday Delegate Halls in 2008. So this is where the candidates were in 2008 after Super Tuesday. Barack Obama had 411 and Hillary Clinton had 595. Mm -hmm. And we all know how that ended up. Right. So Joe Biden's little 65 delegate lead is nothing. Oh, 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 (laughs) great. Well, thank you all for tuning in, even though politics are on fire. (laughs) Stay grounded. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Take care of each other by voting for Bernie. (laughs) 
and take care of us by continuing to leave us five star reviews because <laughs> it makes us feel good and it also helps other witches find us and other voting people find us and maybe we can convince your grandma not to vote for Joe Biden also. There you go. Witchthevote.com, witchthevote at gmail.com, at witchthevote on Instagram, and don't go on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just take a week off of Facebook. You know where to find us on Facebook if you need us, but just don't go on Facebook Just don't right go now. on Facebook right now. Not right now. It's self-care. We love you. We're just thinking about your best interest. Okay. <laughs> Bye, witches. Bye.